Business Class, a podcast sponsored by the iBear MBA program of the USC Marshall School of Business. Expert insight into the world of business. Hello, this is Dick Dropnik. I'm the director of the University of Southern California's iBear MBA program. In this episode of Business Class, we feature Sri Manchala, an exceptional graduate of the 1995 iBear MBA program. Sri came to iBear to transform his career after distinguished service in the Indian Armed Forces Special Operations Command. Sri founded Triants, a global IT consulting firm. Now Sri has launched Tracers, a company that is built to focus on the ever-growing opportunities and challenges of the world's digital transformation. So in 2016-17, I launched an initiative uh, to, to study digital transformations. And one of the things that I realized very quickly is that we're going to be entering into our second uh, industrial revolution, 100 years, 150 years later. And uh, the difference uh, this time around is that the change across industries, uh, across products, services, consumer behavior, business behaviors is going to be very nonlinear. And so if you look at business research, it is largely published on the basis of uh, a lot of experience and some data, some facts. And given the scale of nonlinearity, I decided that we're going to co- collect massive amounts of data to understand what is really happening in the real world around digital transformations, as opposed to postulating about it or giving opinions about it and so on. So we commission a survey that we think has become the world's largest survey in digital transformations. And uh, we spoke to uh, leaders across 16 different industries, uh, all the way from automobile and banking to travel and uh, telecommunications, so A to T, right? We covered industries in all of those alphabets. And uh, we put together questions for leaders of every function in the enterprise on the business side and then on the IT side. And our questions for all of them were very consistent, right? Beginning with, what does digital transformation mean to you? How do you understand it, right? Uh, How do you develop a vision for your company or your business function around it or your IT department around it? Um, How do you prioritize? Where are you today, right? And what types of um, areas are you investing in? You know, business model-wise, process-wise, technology-wise, What's your approach for doing this? Do you have the right models to, to drive the implementation and the execution of it? How do you measure? How do you even know that you're succeeding? Is it making a difference, right? Uh, and then ultimately, from a human dimension, um, how, is, how ready is your leadership for something like this? How ready are, are your employees and your talent for this? We wanted to know what kind of response he received from this survey. Uh, very stunned to receive about 9,500-plus responses, 5,000-plus companies around the world, every region, every size segment, every sub-segment that you can think of. Uh, And then ultimately, we ended up analyzing around 1.2, 1.3 million data points uh, to to come back with fact-based insights and perspectives on digital transformations by industry and by role. Now the question is, what did you find? The first thing that we found is that digital transformations mean different things to different people. Roughly about 55 to 60% of executives around the world still think that 
digital transformations are about a cool website or a portal. They had other choices available for them to, to answer, uh, which is re-engineering your value chain or completely discarding what made you successful yesterday and reinvent you know, for tomorrow. And what we found is that only about 5 to 7% of companies have truly comprehended what transformations are all about. Shri took us deeper into the responses. One of the early questions that we asked these executives is, what is driving digital transformation for your company or for your industry? And we gave them several different choices. About 93% of the participants said it is changing customer behavior. The second uh, option uh, was technology innovations, meaning we just have so many new enabling technologies using which you can recraft the value proposition of your product or service to a customer. So this people get. But the struggle is in the application of this. And so what companies tend to demonstrate, even though they grasp that it is changing customer behavior and enabling technologies that are going to drive a lot of things going forward, they are not able to approach transformation systematically. There's a lot of randomness. There are very few companies who have understood our definition, the tracer's definition of digital transformation. Okay, And that definition is once you have researched your customer behavior and how technologies are going to impact your industry and its, its products and services at large, right? The first thing that you have to do is to reimagine your product and service portfolio to appeal to the consumers of tomorrow. So tomorrow's consumers, whether they are B2C or B2B, which in turn is affected by B2C, is getting changed all around the world, right? We are in the, in the age of eye candy. Everyone has a device. Everyone is addicted to content. Everyone has very low attention spans. And everyone is super critical about everything. And so the challenge for companies is to understand this behavior and how it's going to affect the customer's perception, buying behavior, usage, engagement, and value from their product or service. And, and so there are very few companies that have understood that this is where the game begins. And once you reinvent your products or services, come up with a new generation, it forces you to iterate and improve because customer engagement in the digital economy is very different. They're continuously engaged with you. And those companies have tended to do well. Their grasp is much better. Then there are about 90% of companies that are using various kind of technologies to optimize their, their uh, value chains across the enterprise, but very randomly. So if I were to give you a one-line definition of what digital transformation is, it is the reimagination of the products and service portfolios of a company and the reinvention of its value chain, right, into a customer experience chain. And there's only about 5 to 6% of businesses out there among the thousands that we studied which truly get this. The data showing that only 5 to 7% of companies get it seem low. We asked Sri why he thought this was the case. The, the reasons for that are very varied. Uh, executives are of different experiences. They're in different functions. 
which are organized in siloed sort of ways. Uh, the degree of adoption of technology varies by industry and by company and by their market power, right? Uh, there, is, uh, there is a lack of semantic alignment in the executive C-suite to begin with, right? Then comes the issue of urgency, right? And urgency is typically set by the customers of the industry. It's set by competition. It's set by technology. And it's set by the degree of disruption that is taking place in that in that industry. And the third thing that that drives uh, this alignment and this movement is really visionary CEOs, visionary boards, who know change is taking place. They don't know what it is, but they're willing to experiment. They're willing to establish you know a vision. They're willing to take the risk. And once they step out of their comfort zone, they start iterating and they start moving forward. Next, Shri took us into who is getting it. There is a cluster of industries that has broken away from most of the industries that are out there. Okay, And these are commercial banking and consumer banking, high tech, obviously, telecommunications, media and entertainment, travel and hospitality. These are five industries that have sort of broken away and are transforming at a very different pace compared to other industries. Who is kind of getting it? Number two is a cluster that is right in the middle, right? Which is heading in that direction, or maybe at a slower pace, right? Here you will see uh, retail, food and beverage, pharma, and then you see some industries that are very slow moving, uh, construction and infrastructure. Uh, you will see um, life insurance, PNC insurance, health insurance, right, etc. The behavior of these three clusters is very different because the nature of the products and the nature of the engagement with the customer is different. So the technology industry, as an example, has digitalized to a great extent, and its engagement with its consumers is highly digital. So is telecom and media. So in industries where the interaction with customers is continuous and digital, the change is faster. The industries that are in the middle, mostly B2B type of industries, et cetera, um, you will see a slower movement there because the overall industry interacts with its customers very differently. They may have fewer choices, et cetera. The ones that are moving very slowly are either monopolies or oligopolies or very heavily regulated. Now we wondered what it takes for a company to understand and take part in the digital transformation uh, the, the prerequisite is the willingness to understand, right? So if you're completely unwilling to understand, it's a whole different story. But if you are willing to understand, there are enough examples that are out there of companies dying and new age technology-driven companies taking over. So let's look at retail. The company that started retail in the United States doesn't exist anymore. Sears, Roebuck & Company started this in mid-1800s, Right. And one can easily say all of Sears' business has shifted en bloc into a new company called Amazon. So in industry after industry, there are examples. Executives in all industries can look at these instances that have occurred in other industries and create a sense of urgency, right? Um, that's one way to get that you're not getting it, right? But a second and a more painful way right, 
which will come in front of almost every incumbent company if they don't transform is a reflection of their financials. And they will start seeing uh, in financial indicators uh, a lack of predictability in their revenue forecasts. They will start seeing volatility in their margins. They will be making bets on certain products that will not take off. And they, they will be making smaller bets that may take off. So there will be a randomness in what succeeds and what doesn't succeed. Right? And that shows in the, in the product P&Ls and so on and so forth. They'll start seeing, uh, you know, obviously volatility in profits. We wondered if there were larger patterns coming into view. We don't see a pattern where we can say this region or this country is far ahead. Okay? The pattern that we see is in one category, which is um, invention of new products and services, uh, and and relaunching or revamping existing products and services. So in this whole R&D and innovation space, which really is a critical space, as I said, that's where transformations begin, right? So Asia right now leads North America by a margin of 10 to 15 percent points uh, when it comes to building out products and services anew or revamping existing products and services. We wanted to know, was this surprising? Very surprising finding. Very, very surprising finding. Uh, and we understand the reasons for that. Uh, it's because when United States and European companies set up uh, large-scale relationships in manufacturing and all of that 30, 40 years ago, we have now progressed three to four generations where you have entrepreneurs and local businesses which start with the technology-oriented thinking you know, to begin with. Right. Number two is that uh, in Asia, the legacy investment base is much smaller uh, compared to United States or you know Western Europe. Right. So they don't have to write off or destroy a lot of things before creating something new. Right. And I think the third reason is these are very heavily populated regions. I mean, if you take India, China, Pakistan, and Indonesia, uh, that's three billion people. Three plus billion people. So half the world lives literally in 10 Asian countries. So the variety and the richness of customer interactions across industries is so heavy, right, that they are able to sort of move faster. We asked for a bottom line. Is the digital transformation just a catchy phrase? Or is it something that I need to understand or my company will die? If you gave me multiple choices, I'll pick the last one. Your company will die if you do not understand your customer behavior, if you do not understand the technologies that are affecting your industry, and if you don't reinvent your products and services. It doesn't matter what else you do. And that is digital transformation? So digital transformation, as I said, is the understanding of your customers and industry technologies. It's the reinvention of product and service portfolios. And then transforming the business organization from a functional value chain model to a continuous, connected customer experience chain. That is digital transformation. Last question. If my company isn't already on this path, is it too late? No, it is not too late. Because, as I said earlier, only 5% of companies get it and 95% don't. It means that there is still a lot of runway for, for everybody to, you know, make a dash for it. 
Business Class, expert insight into the world of business. The host, Dick Drobnik, producer, Pankaj Bhushan, director, Dan Griffin, web developer, Rick Pine, and I am Robin Garthwaite.